welcome to episode number 30 of RSVP, the podcast about stationery and so much more. I'm your host, Dee, and my co-hosts are Les and Michael Hagen, who you might know from his stellar blog, Leadfast. Tonight, we're talking about managing our online and analog lives, but first, let's talk about what we're consuming. I am having, again, a Starbucks cold foam cascara cold brew. Um, I'm kind of addicted to these. They're actually really, really good. Um, I'm surprised. Starbucks is usually horrible or excellent. So, And then I'm, I'm writing with a Blackwing 602 on a Casemate pink legal pad, which the paper is surprisingly good. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's not too toothy, but it's just toothy enough to feel good, if that makes sense. Indeed, it does. Um, so that's it for me. What about you, Mike? Um, right now, uh, actually, I just finished my uh, Caldi's flagship bit blend. Caldi's is a, a roaster in and around St. Louis area, but since all of our grocery chains in central Illinois are from the St. Louis area generally, uh, we have we get St. Louis coffee and like, you know, that area, like if there's really cool roasters in the suburbs, we usually of St. Louis, like we usually get their, their stuff too. So right now I'm drinking Caldi's. Um, it's pretty much our everyday coffee here. Um, and I'm writing with my IBM electrographic, which I have hack winged, you know, so I could actually have a usable eraser. Um, and I'm writing in the right notepad Sakura, which is pretty much right now my everyday carry pocket notebook. So, uh, I am, um, sipping some Intelligentsia House Blend, which has become our go-to morning coffee, and I've, I'm following that up with a bottle of, uh, Polar, uh, Raspberry Rosé Seltzer, uh, which is the best seltzer on the planet, um, but (laughs) (laughs) not to cause any wars, it's Polar or nothing, um, I am also I'm I'm continuing to to use my tr- uh Fig train of thought um for my podcasting notebook and right now I'm using a platinum pro use uh 0.5 um mechanical pencil with 4B lead in it and it's nano dia. So I'm also, um, just to go off on a nerdy book rant, I'm re- reading Circe by Madeline Miller, and it's mm-hmm. such an amazing, amazing book. And I checked it out of the library on my e-reader, uh, and I, I have this thing where I, when I check out books from the library, I tend to wait until the last minute to read them. So <laughs> I, I, I got to 75% on the book and went to work on Friday and when I came home from work on Friday it had been recalled back to the library so I'm almost finished with the book Mm -hmm. but now I've got to wait to get it back and because it's a bestseller I'm number 30 on three copies at the library so I have to wait probably (laughs) for like three months to get get it back I might just buy it from the from the bookstore in town, <laughs> but I'm so desperate to finish reading it that I, I might go buy a copy of it. That sucks. Uh, yeah, I'm kicking myself for it. Uh, one of her other books is on sale for a dollar 99 on Amazon right now. So I might go buy that. She's such a good writer. Anyway, <laughs> D what's exciting. 
Um, the most exciting thing ever. I finally graduated college. Woohoo! Um, I made it. Um, I know. It was a long four years, but like, did it's you do done. the whole walk? You know, walk around, do the get married diploma, parents yes, pictures, I, all that I stuff. I did. I did. I, you know, usually I'm a curmudgeon about this kind of stuff because I'm not 22 graduating, and it's nothing. It, it takes a lot to get me like excited about something, but I mean, the hard work that I put in. Um, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm taking advantage of everything they give us that weekend because the whole weekend is like graduation weekend, like free food, free everything. So it was really disappointing though because they were calling for rain this past Sunday. Mm. Um, so we had it inside and it didn't rain and it was sunny the whole time we were graduating. Oh, bummer. Yeah, because Mount Holyoke has this really old, like, hundred and eighty-one year old amphitheater. Um, and that's where we would have graduated because I was the 181st graduating class. Um, it was cool. Nancy Pelosi spoke at my graduation, um, which for Massachusetts, that's kind of on point mm. as a, a democratic haven. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it was, it was good. It's, it's kind of weird. Like I was saying before we started recording, I'm kind of in this weird, like state of stasis. Like I don't really know what to do with myself. Cause I have so much time on my hands that like, I'm just stuck with like, do I play games? Do I work on my blog? Do I read? Do I sleep? I, you know what I mean? So all of the above, I, I've <laughs> been doing all the above and I've been making it a point to get out of the house. I think that's what happened the first week. Like last week I didn't do anything and that's incredibly depressing. So, um, and I've also been applying to jobs cause I don't have one. So there's that. Um, but I've been, I've been playing, um, because I've had time, I've been playing a lot of board games that I've let collect dust over the past four years. And, um, one of the games, Lord of the Rings, it's a living card game. Um, so living card game, meaning that it's not a collectible card game, like Magic the Gathering, where you have to buy like 10 million packs of Mm -hmm. cards to like find the card that you need, Mm -hmm. um, don't ever do that. That's bad. Just buy the card you need. But um, living card games, like, you buy an expansion pack and everything you need is in the pack. Like, like there's no mystery to it. So before I went to school, I had, like, every expansion for this game. I mean, there's tons of cards. So, like, I'm starting from the beginning. I'm playing through it. It's really, really cool. Um, so... That's kind of what I've been doing, and I think I'm going to blog about it. So that's my life. Uh, what about you, Mike? Um, what's exciting? Uh, it's summertime finally. Um, I work in a college town, so like it has become a ghost town all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> I went. Uh, <laughs> I went to see the new uh, Star Wars movie last night with some friends of mine. Um, so that was that was pretty good. I'm, I would need to maybe see it again before I make an assessment on whether or not I, like, really, you know, it's it's a, I consider it like a really great Star Wars movie. I don't I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's just like whatever. But you know, since they're putting them out at a yearly clip right now, like, there's just no, I don't know. They're not all going to be hits. But mm. yeah. Anyway, um. I just got billed for the new CW uh, pencil subscription box, so I don't obviously know what it is yet. No, it does, but 
um, that's on the way, so it's exciting. Um, not sure if I'll do a live unboxing video or not. I'm sure someone else will do one before yeah. I get to it. <laughs> um, and I don't even like have any idea of like what I might even want in that box, like what I would want the theme to be. Because hmm. the last one was, what, colored pencils? I don't know. I didn't get or it. Or it was called like the colored box or something like that. Yeah, like it had it had a full Derwent like colored pencil uh, set in it. Hmm. So anyway, um, or maybe it wasn't Derwent. I'm not sure exactly. I'd have to take a look at it again. Um, and then I've been collecting squires, uh, Baron Fix squires. I actually uh, just managed to get two that I had been missing, including like the alphabet squire, like the very first special oh, yeah. edition one which when they first come out i was like i'm not going to subscribe i don't i don't need that i don't need pens yeah. stupid pens <laughs> i don't need those <laughs> yeah and uh ended up uh i got one as a review unit like way later and i was like oh yeah i really like all these <laughs> i need these <laughs> so i'm missing i'm still missing uh so anybody that's out there and wants to sell me this <laughs> i'm still missing the the one with the light bulb from the Baron Fig bag Kickstarter, mm-hmm. I need the gray one. I have the Fig Wine one with the light bulb, but I need the the gray one, the charcoal one with the light bulb. So if anyone has the charcoal one with the light bulb and they want to sell it to me, you might be able to rake me over the coals for a price on it. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking for <laughs> – I'm not collecting them per se, but I'm looking for an insightful specter. I, I didn't um, at the time – like I don't, I think I was busy, and that's why I didn't request a review copy. And I'm really kicking myself because it's, it's adorable. My first review copy, I think it was the the experiment, the green one, mm. and yeah. I only asked for it because I love green. Like green pens is like my thing, and the the refill they use is a little too emerald for my liking. And I was uh-huh. just like, I was super disappointed. <laughs> and I was, oh man. And I just kind of put it away. And then I, I don't know how I got or came across the, a nut, like a black refill. And I just, I was like, I'll just put that in there. And then I started using it just as like a black pen. And uh-huh. I was like, wow, I love this. So, um, I started immediately just kind of using a squire as my everyday pen. Nice. Yeah, no. Our our um our lovely co-host Lenore surprised Les and I with the experiment. Yep. Yeah, those are right up her alley, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's an excellent segue into something that she hates. Too bad Lenore <laughs> isn't here to have a conversation about my what's exciting, which is it comes out the day the pot this podcast will go live. Their uh, atomic edition. Which is a lovely little um, version of their Apprentice, which I think they there was part of the copy in the email was this is the last Apprentice they're ever going to do. Hmm. Is, was oh, that really? right? Oh, um, I don't know. I'll have to, uh, I should look that up before I say that. Maybe we have to edit that out. Uh, but it has a really cool. Um, baby blue cover, and then it's got the. Um, satellite version of the atom model. Sorry, I'm uh, I'm looking it up. Yeah, yeah. It says this one-time return of our beloved apprentice notebook celebrates the smallest unit of matter with our smallest notebook. 
And then it says, before we introduced the Vanguard, there was the Apprentice, our original pocket-sized paperback notebook. After sitting on the shelf for a couple of years, we decided it was time for a comeback. Hmm. Yeah, so so it looks like, I don't know that if they're going to do another one of these or if it's like a once-in-a-while kind of return. Um, but anyway, I think it's a lovely little notebook. It's, I, it's my usual issue with The Apprentice is that it's a little too short and a little too narrow for it to be perfect for me. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I can't use it in any of my other covers. You have to use it in The um, Guardian by Baron Fig. Yeah. Um, so that I have that issue with it, but overall, I think it's a, it's a really cute little notebook. Um, and the baby blue color is just really nice. So I like that. I actually really like the size because like, especially for like the summer, um, you know, like wearing shorts all the time and like mm-hmm. having something like the generally just the pockets are smaller and whatever. So that'll fit a little bit better in like shorts pockets for me. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't like the size. (laughs) (laughs) I I do like the fact that it is dot grid and it is stitched. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. I wish more companies would go to a stitched notebook Mm -hmm. because it's just so much sturdier. Yeah, I agree. All right. So are we ready to get into our main topic this evening? Sure. Yeah. All right. So... As you all know, all three of us manage blogs and have pretty substantial online presences. Um, I find that many stationary blogs start out with four or five posts where the owner of the blog is all gung-ho about what they're writing about, and then there isn't a post for a month. And then we get the inevitable apology, sorry I've not written in a while, and then another six months pass, another apology post, and then the blogger never heard from again. And, you know, and it's really sad because there's a lot of great ideas out there, but people kind of give up or they, they, you know, obviously, I mean, life does get in the way too. So there's that, but, but yeah, I mean, I don't know about YouTube, but not just stationary, but in general, I've, I've read blogs that I've really enjoyed. And then just like right in the middle, it's just done. Like, like there's a, there's a blog out there. This guy was talking about how to play Dungeons and Dragons by himself. And he had some really good, like, things and, and, and tools he was using, and then he just disappeared. Mm. So it's like, you know, and, and I know that, that a blog is low on my priority list. Um, unless I'm getting paid for something, it's not going to rank high up there. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, <laughs> you know, work and family come first for me. But, uh, but yeah, so tonight we're going to just talk about how we all manage to keep our online lives running um, while that real life stuff kind of gets in the way or intervenes. Um, so I guess I can just kick it off since I'm, I'm talking already. Um, my blog actually was in hiatus mode these past couple months. I'd been doing a really good job of balancing school and life um, up until this past semester. Um, but it got to the point where doing a blog entry was getting frustrating or I was annoyed with it. And that's kind of, I don't know about you two, but that's kind of like how I tell when it's time to step away. When I'm sitting there saying like, oh man, I got to write a blog entry. Like, mm. really? Mm. You know, and, and like, I don't know if that happens to either of you. Um, does it? No, I don't. I never get annoyed with the blog 
so much as I just don't have time for it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me, it's more about like it feels like a task on my to-do list yes. as opposed to something that like I want to do as like uh, getting away from my to-do list as a hobby, you know? Mm-hmm. So when it starts to feel like that and because I'm such a massive procrastinator, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I would use my, you know, posting to the blog as something to do instead of my to-do list. Well, when it becomes a to-do uh, a t- thing on the to-do list, that's when I was like, you know, oh man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make this one this week or this, you know, today or whatever. And I got really in, I got really like, I was doing almost like a post, at least like five, four or five posts a week there for yeah. a while. Yeah. Um, but I also was just doing freelance, um, work. So like it was kind of a, I don't know, side gig or whatever. Um, now I have like two like actual job jobs. So it's like, yeah, really the blog is like, it's something I want to do and I want to continue to do. But when I'm, you know, working 40 hours a week at my day job and then, you know, another 20 or 25 at my other job, it's like, man, I, I just can't do it. I, yeah. I need to like decompress and not be in, a, in front of a computer. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I agree. Like, and for me too, that not being in front of a computer, I think that's what happened this semester because I felt like all I was doing was staring at a screen, like doing schoolwork, doing research, do all that stuff to where like when I had that pocket of free time, I was completely unable to be excited about blogging. Um, And another thing that I, that I've come to realize when I, when I first started my blog, I think it was like almost four years ago now. um, I was just going to talk about pencils. That's why it's called the weekly pencil. Um, But that got old real quick because there's only so many iterations uh, that you could review. I mean, yeah, I went through some brands of pencils that, that like Tombow or Mitsubishi or, you know, um, generals, but it kind of got stale. So I kind of shifted to stationary and that's kind of helped me keep my interest a bit to now I'm talking just about stationary, but I'm making an even further shift to talking about stationary adjacency. So for example, one of the blog posts I'm working on, for this coming week is the gaming that I do and how stationary plays a role in that gaming. And like, I I wondered if either you had any opinions on that, like changing, like your blog is different less because I feel like yours already kind of does stuff like this. Yeah. I, well, I made, so I've been blogging actively since the early two thousands. And so I think around 2006 was when the current iteration of Comfortable Shoes Studio came about. And it was really more about art and bookbinding back then than it was about strictly stationary. And reviews were sort of a byproduct of that. So I was like, I was reviewing like, okay, so this paper is really great for making books with, or this thread is really great for making books with. And that was really what my focus was on. And then that it kind of morphed into, okay, so here are art supplies that I use in the books that I make. Um, And really reviews as I'm doing now were more because I didn't have time to take or make documentation about the bookbinding that I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I made a decision very early on that the blog was going to follow my whims. 
versus okay. have a set thing that it was about. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually okay. like that. That's that's really awesome because then you can just kind of do whatever you want, and it's still you because it's still your voice. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, um, I'm I'm probably I'm like what in year two right now, and I started off like when I first started it. Actually, it was because I was procrastinating from doing like these major changes in my life. Like I was moving to a new town and starting. Uh, it was the same job, but it was you know with a with a new division of the company, and and I was like, hey, you know, there's no, nothing like the present. This is the perfect time to just start this blog. <laughs> and you know, uh, we were going through buying a home and all this stuff, and then. I started the blog and I was like, I'm just going to do like one thing a month, like one review a month. And I did one and I liked it and other people liked it. So I did another and then I did like two or three a month. And then I decided like I was going to try to do, you know, go off on my own and do this freelance thing um, for like my work. So I had nothing but time and I started just hammering, you know, and I really liked it and I was just, going 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 and then all of a sudden realized that you know uh Laylee and and luna like to eat and so do i so <laughs> we decided that that was probably time to like get back into the working world freelance isn't gonna save our souls so um so i got two jobs at the beginning of the year uh the, of this year and i went from you know four or five times a week to maybe once a month again. So it's kind of almost went back to what I had originally planned it to be. Mm. Um, but I don't think that the readers see it that way. You know, they're like, dude, where's the post, <laughs> you know, or like, or they've yeah. just like forgotten about it, you know, um, which is, you know, that's, that's fine. There's a lot of others out there, but um, for me, I just, i never wanted to stop. I just didn't, have the time and it didn't ever feel like work work you know but it also did feel like it was this thing that was looming over me if i didn't get like five posts done a week you know or four posts yeah. done a week mm. and there's only like you said d only so many pencils you can review like yeah. i did that month of indian pencils last oh, yeah. year and it yes. was like yeah these are all the same <laughs> like <laughs> the I, there comes a point i was like yeah these are all the same they just have different Paint jobs. Uh, paint yeah. There are like three different Indian cores, and then it's mm-hmm. all different yeah. paint jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, essentially, and because they all come from the same company, it's like you know they're the same. Mm. Well, and that's the thing too is like, I you know I haven't posted, like, I mean recently I've been posting, but before that, so from January to about April, the end of April. I really hadn't posted anything and I've been looking at my stats for my blog and I didn't take a hit in traffic. So a lot of the posts that are being looked at are posts kind of like when you did that month of like Indian pencils, like that becomes a resource for the community. Sure. Um, so like I did like a mechanical pencil lead review and like I talked about sharpeners one time and like those are still getting hits like two years later. So I think that, that people are still obviously utilizing the blog, but I agree with you, Mike, in the sense that like, I feel like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like people are like, well, 
I guess this is one of those blogs that is just going to disappear. You know, like, mm-hmm. um, and it's not. I enjoy doing it now again, but I think, and you too, Les, like sometimes I search something on Google that you've talked about and like your blog comes up first or like, mm-hmm. um, same thing with Mike. So like, and I'm sure Les, you could speak to that too, since you have such a longer presence online. Um, I don't know if you ever looked at your like analytics, but like, I'm sure people are using your blog as a reference at this point. Yeah, I have, I have a number of posts that get consistent hits and funny. It's really funny. The majority of them are not about pencils. Okay. The, like the, I have a series of blog posts about the Cricut craft cutter. Okay. And basically how to hack it. <laughs> and the like the old version that I have, you could hack. Now the new version you can't hack, which is one of the reasons that it keeps coming up is that people want to cra- hack their machine and they can't. So they keep looking this up. Like I consistently get 20, 30 views a day on that. Yeah. Um, and then also I have a um, a post about how to make a pen clip with a binder clip. Oh, yes. And that oh, yeah, consistently yeah. gets, like, uh, again, 15 to 20 hits a day. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Just- yeah, I was just looking at mine because I hadn't, I haven't even looked at it. Um, and like for since the beginning of, of the year. And um, I'm so, kind of surprised that. Like you said, D. I mean, it went down a little bit, but it's it hadn't gone down as much as as maybe I expected. Um, I think the searching thing is what's you know people searching stuff is is what's doing it because yeah. uh, the source of traffic has all moved from you know it, it's no longer direct. It's all like Google search now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, like, yeah. yeah. Um, it was funny because last night I was actually um, looking at playing Dungeons and Dragons solo, like just cause it's hard to get a game group together. And I Googled like solo play of Dungeons and Dragons. And I'm the fourth result that comes up because I did a blog <laughs> entry about wanting to play D and D solo and the tools that I use doing that. So yeah, mine shifted. Cause it used to be like Facebook referrals. Cause I would post, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it would come from Facebook, but yeah, a lot of mine is, is Google search. Um, so I think the other thing that I want to talk about too, with, with blogging and and managing, um, you know, like your online presence is something that I'm going to get back into, but, um, guest posts. I know Mike, you were a guest and you were too less. Mm Um, and, I'm curious because I'm, I'm at this point now. I have a couple people in mind from the community that I would like to write a guest post. But, you know, like like what you guys look for in a guest poster. Like like if someone were to take over your blog for a day, what, what kind of content would you want from them? Would you leave it open or would you have a, a prompt for them? I've, always I've been left trying it, to get – oh, go ahead. Bless, I was going to say I've always left it open and mm-hmm. – had them base it off of something that they enjoy writing about. Yeah. I've been trying to get Dave Tubman to do a uh, guest post on my website Mm -hmm. for almost a year now. So Dave Tubman, if you're listening, (laughs) owe me a guest post that you've been telling me you're going to send me for almost a year. Uh, Again, that name is Dave Tubman. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sorry, man. Uh, I had to just call you out there. Uh, I actually, Dave and I talked because I have not had a, a guest post on on the site. Mm-hmm. Uh, not for the fact that I didn't want it. I just didn't really know about how to how to approach people about it. Um, but Dave and I were talking about something, uh, private messenger on uh, on Facebook, and um, the idea, like you know, he's really into vintage pencils, and he has a lot of different ones and I'm like, yeah, will you please do a vintage pencil guest post on, on my blog? That would be great because I am not a vintage pencil collector. I mean, uh, I just, I don't know. There's so many like things out there that are still current that I want to try that Uh I can't get into, you know, tracking down stuff. Um, it just, it's not a good use of my time for me because I'm not going to get as much joy out of, just staring at vintage pencils that I'm never going to sharpen. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, uh, so I just, for me, I'd rather just kind of use the, the current stuff and, you know, I'll dabble. And if I get one in a swap box, whatever. But so I wanted Dave to, to do this post because he's all over it. And that's about the, as far as I've gotten, I never really asked anybody else, but, and no one's really ever, uh, approached me about it. Um, but I'm I'm open to it. So if anybody wants to uh, send me an email uh, through the contact page on Leadfast, uh, I am more than willing to listen hmm. and put your post up. Yeah, every November I try and get a bunch of people to do posts for me so that I can just focus on NaNoWriMo. And it worked really well for me last, this past November. Um, but other than that, because I don't, I, try, I don't know. I don't focus on it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't... It's hard to corral people <laughs> and get them yes. to, like, you know, follow through. Like, there were a number of people who said, yes, they would write me a post who, you know... And, and no judgment here. Just, like, they weren't able to follow through for whatever reason. Um, and, you know, like, I would send an email. Oh, yeah, I haven't got it done yet. Haven't got it done yet. Haven't got it done yet. Um, and then I just got to a point where I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to bug them about it anymore. <laughs> so it, uh, I am still bugging Dave Tubman. That's Dave <laughs> Tubman. <laughs> uh, that's perfect. That's funny. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to like keep people on track. And I think that's the hard part about doing guest posts is, following up who did you like I kept a you know in the back of one of my pocket notebooks I kept a list of everyone that I had contacted and what they said that they were going to write about um and you know I got some really great content that way I had some um you know Lenore wrote a post for me you wrote a post for me Hagen I had asked you to write a post for me and you asked me to write a post for you and we both failed um (laughs) (laughs) That's how most of my relationships work less. Oh. <laughs> we both fail. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, it's just, it's hard to, like, keep on people. And then, I don't know, I just let it go eventually. Yeah. Because, yeah. no. I mean, it's, it's, it's not like, like I said earlier, like, I'm not going to do something with priority if I'm not getting paid for it. Um, so I never get mad because a couple of people I reached out to like didn't get back to me or they said, yeah, that'd be awesome. And then it just never happened. I have quite the list. I'm not going to spoil it all, but I have quite the list of people that I'm going to reach out to. One, I'm going to, I'm going to mention her now. Um, Vivian Wagner has been really posting a lot of stuff 
um, lately about solo gaming hmm. and it's stuff that I'm writing about too. So I would love to have her and I love her writing in general. I don't know if you've read any of her poetry. Yeah. Yeah. She sent me a book. Yeah, me too. So, so, um, so that's, that's the first person on my list. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just, I don't know. I think a lot of people have reached out to me, not, um, not recently, but when I, when I first started blogging, like when I was blogging, like bi-weekly or weekly or whatever like man like it's so great you have a blog it's something I always wanted to do and I just never have the time so it's like giving people a voice that may want to write but don't have the space in their lives to have a blog you give them a platform you know and and I'm even open to people advertising their own stuff within reason um you know if they have their own blog obviously I'm going to promote them um but if they have their own work if they wrote a book if they you know created something um you know, I, I draw the line at like homeopathy. But, oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, or stuff like that. That's a little weird for Burn. me. Uh, you know, like no little no. But you know, I mean, I I, I want to support people because <laughs> if I get, I just looked at my stats. I mean, year to date, I've had, which isn't a lot. I mean, there's blogs out there that have a bajillion views, but like year to date, I've had thirteen thousand five hundred and something unique views um, or unique visits. So, um, you know, a fair amount of people look at my stuff. So if I can expose someone else to the world, that's cool. And then I guess the other thing for the final thing for me that I I would like to talk about is um, something that I didn't really think about till this morning when I was driving to get my coffee. And that's reviewing products when you have to pay for them. Mm. Like, that's not a problem because I'd be buying the stuff anyway. It for me now, especially in my own personal life financially, I, I can't afford to buy things, so my reviews suffer. So I I struggle a lot with. I really want to talk about this thing. Like there's been times when I don't know, like a new edition of the Blackwing came out, and like I really wanted it so I could talk about it and take pictures with it. And I'm pretty good about being able to get one or two. But I've not reviewed things because I just simply can't afford to put them in my hands. Mm. And I don't know. It's really – that's why I've shifted away from doing, like, 100% reviews all the time. Because that's how my blog started. It was just reviewing things. Like, I got these new pencils. Let's talk about them. And for a while, when I was financially stable, I actually bought too many pencils. Um, (laughs) So now, I mean, I have a great – I think we all do have a great relationship with Baron Fig and that's been great. I love reviewing products. Um, and I love talking about, you know, company stuff, but like, I don't know. A lot of times I'm torn between, I really want to talk about this thing, but I don't have it in my hands to review it. And when I review products, I think, I think at the core of this too is how I review products. I like to spend time with something. Like I don't want to get something in the mail and then talk about it the next day and post yeah. a blog entry. Yeah, it depends uh, what it is for me. Like if it's true. just another Blackwing, um, well that's different. Yeah, that yeah. has a 602 core, and yes. <laughs> you know we're just talking about the paint job at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So yes. yeah, um, and the theme and all that stuff behind it, and I think you can like assess it pretty quickly. But something that's you know a new product that you need to spend you know time kind with. of spend time with. Um, one thing I think I was like guilty of, which I still don't like them and I still stand by the review, but, um, those pencils that Franklin Kristoff put out, Oh, uh, Christ. Those, those yeah, are terrible. those, uh, those Musgrave <laughs> They're ones, horrible. They're horrible. 
Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't like them at all, and I still don't like them. But I was also guilty of kind of um, going too quickly and like getting the review up there a little quickly. I think um, I was too. Um, and I think for me, I mean, we're all biased. We, no one is pure when it comes to thinking about an item or a person or anything. But sure. when I saw the the fit and finish of those pencils, I was already annoyed with them. Mm-hmm. And so I started like blogging about it right away and I didn't, I didn't give it time to like, like, for example, if I don't know, Blackwing came out with a new core tomorrow, um, I'd want to spend like a week with that, you know, like writing and using it and erasing it and doing all different kinds of things with it. But with the Franklin Kristoff, I was just like, no, this is just no. And I, I, I too felt like I rushed. Yeah, and then I led. I read Les's review of it that was like came out maybe two weeks later, uh-huh. and you know, basically, I agreed with everything that you said, Les. But mm-hmm. I, it was just not as maybe. Um, it was a little bit more thoughtful than maybe mine was. For well, sure, because, I was also reviewing it from a different perspective than right. than you and D. I was pr- reviewing it from the perspective of, of an artist. Like this is how you would use these different grades of pencil sure they weren't um distinct enough for me and i was kind of yeah exactly that i mean and i put that i think in mind too uh but obviously not with your perspective but the the thing i think that my i based that off of was like how are these so bad for the price yeah basically and you know full disclosure they and you know i put it on the post they they sent them to me um but you know, at the same time, it's like, you know, I wasn't going to lie. <laughs> so, no, I never do. Uh, I mean, right. I'm torn because I'm, I'm, my personality is that I just want everyone to be happy. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm largely non-confrontational unless you really push me. So, like, reviewing those, was it was such a dilemma for me. And I get in that, too. Like, like Baron Fig, obviously, I speak the truth. Nothing skews my review. But the, the Squire click, I, I didn't really love that. Mm-hmm. Like... I, I don't like how I can't feel it clicking. Some people love that feature. I don't. Um, but like, yeah, saying, saying negative things um, about stuff that you've been given, it, it feels counterintuitive to like human nature of like, well, I was given something. I should be gracious, gracious, sure. but I couldn't, I, like I said, the Franklin Kristoff, like, and they make such great products. It's not like they're a bad company. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the one thing they didn't make. <laughs> I, I think, <laughs> so. And I think what happened was someone there was like, hey, we need a pencil. We need this kind of thing. And then, like, perhaps it was a little rushed because I don't understand how I, I don't know how quality control works in the pencil world. But, like, two of my pencils, like, the printing on the side was not even centered and it was, like, off. Like, it just, I don't know. It just seems like it was rushed. So what I said in my review, and if I can remember it, um, I, I specifically remember thinking like everything that they do is like kind of made in the USA, right? Yeah. Well, where are you going to get pencils made in the USA? Musgrave. Exactly. That's it. So you have one choice and they're not, that's not like they're, you know, Mitsubishi quality pencils. Right. No. So it's like, so they could go one way or the other. Gamble yep. with Musgrave or go outside of the U.S. and then gamble with that whole part of their brand. I yeah, mean, and like, they have to gamble with Musgrave at that point. 
Yeah, because yeah, generals won't do something like that. And it, it just, I don't know, maybe the choice for me, and, and I know that things get expensive because you have to make, like, a custom, um, you know, part for it. But, like, why the the Franklin Kristoff was just printed on the pencil and not, like, stamped or embossed, like, I don't, mm. or deep, whatever one it is. It was screen uh-huh. printed. Yeah, it yeah, was like, weird. You know what I mean? Like, you could have spent a couple extra bucks because you made a killing off those pencils to, to do that, you know? And, and so, yeah, that was a kind of a, a questionable thing for me. But again, I mean, this is not a company that focuses on pencils. So, um, but no, so reviewing things, getting back to my main, my main question, my main thing that I was thinking about, what motivates you to review certain things? Do you just review things you like? Do you just arbitrarily pick things to review? Obviously you review things that are sent to you, but yeah, like I wonder for me, I tend to review things I like, but I was wondering if either of you have like a special formula to like, Hey, I'm going to review this thing. I usually focus on things that are of use to me in that moment. So like I've done a whole series of um, fountain pen reviews because that's what I was using in that moment to draw. Um, I do sketchbook reviews because I'm using them. Uh Um, So for me, it's going to be something that I'm actively using. Okay. So it's less about whether I, whether I like it or not versus am I using this? And, you know, I've posted negative reviews before because I've also been... I, so I've bought some pens based off of other people's reviews and they sucked. Like, I was really upset when I bought, like... Oh, God, what was the pen that I went on a tirade about? Um... <laughs> God, which it was all blobby and crappy. It was a it was a zebra, I think. And everyone was like, Oh yeah, this is a great pen. This is this is a lovely pen, blah 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 blah. And then I got it and it was you know, it blobbed all over the place. Like I got, ended up with ink all over my fingertips. It was awful. And so I wrote a review about that specifically because I had, you know, been conned by someone else's what I call beauty reviews, so like a review that, you know, you get it and you say only nice things because you've literally used it only to fill out the index card that you write the review on. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, there's no other, like, they'd have, there's no other use. And that, like, basically, that's the reason, like, I spend a week or more with an item because I've been conned, as, like, a lack of a better way of putting it into buying something because the reviews aren't in-depth enough. The person doesn't actually look at the real usage of that item before they review it. Anyway. Yeah, and no, I've seen that on other blogs too, where it's like, you couldn't have possibly spent enough time reviewing this pen or this thing, and then, you know, like, you hear them talk about it, and you could tell they haven't used the item. Do you ever go back and amend your reviews? I will um, write an update. Yes. So, like, I've done a I couple don't... of updates on the Zebra Sarasa, because the original Zebra Sarasa that you could get in the U.S. that was black, had waterproof ink, was really richly black, and I used it extensively for doing these little doodly things. And then the most recent batch of Zebra Sarasa that I got wasn't waterproof, wasn't light fast, and was a horrible black pen. So I've, you know, I've since updated that review. Yeah. I do I that think, sometimes too. Yeah. I've never, very rarely though. I've never done it, but I would like if I, um, although correction, 
I don't know if I did or I'm in the works of doing it. I don't know. My mind is still uh, catching back up with itself after school. But um, when I was sent by Baron Fig, the uh, the Baron Fig Guardian, which I use as a wallet, mm-hmm. um, I've used that for several months now. And I was going to write like a, a follow-up post about it just after my initial thoughts. Because obviously I, I can't review a wallet that I haven't used for more than a week. But I did review it for the way it looked, the quality, and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, so no, I, I would do it too. Cause I think it's important for me when I review something to be honest. Um, because if you're not honest, then no one's gonna, like you said, Les, like when, when you read a review and it's like, yeah, buy this thing and you buy the thing and you're excited and the thing is garbage, you're not gonna have any more credibility. Yeah. No one's going to read your stuff anymore. So, um, so that's all that I have for me. Um, Les, would you like to add anything? I think that I've touched upon all of the like important stuff. Like I said, like for me, like I've been blogging for a really long time and the reason that I've been able to sustain my blog for such a long time is because I've allowed it to go along with my whims surrounding art and stationery. And, you know, I don't I, like when I take time off, like I've taken basically like the last three months off. I don't apologize for that. Like it's, it's my blog. If I don't if I don't blog for three months, then so be it. And I pick it back up when I'm interested again, and I add more content as my whims come and go. It is what it is. Mhm. I agree. I'm 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 the apologetic blogger. Like I'll preface <laughs> an entry like. Sorry, guys, it's been a while, but now that school is over, you know, like, or even when I change, it's so weird. It's a habit that I'd like to break, actually, because I was just working on my my entry for this week. And it was like, I know that this is a stationary blog, but like, no, I'm just, <laughs> like, I don't need to justify, like, it's my own thing. It's not like I'm, you know. Yeah. Sure. But, yeah. so, so, like, what I have done in the past is basically I... I think, well, I used to have this thing on, like, this, like, this is what Comfortable Shoes Studio is about, entry somewhere on the blog. I think that's gone away since I've changed um, themes a couple of times. But I used to have this entry that basically said, this is what the blog is about. If you don't like it, there's the door. You know, you can (laughs) click the red X if you don't like what I do. Um, And so, basically, I outline in that, this is how I do... My reviews, this is, if I haven't posted in a while, sorry. That way I don't have to put it into the posts. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I never like reading that from a blogger. Sorry, I haven't posted in a while. It's like, well, I don't even notice because you end up in my feedly. You know, like, right. yeah. you know, either you're there or you're not there. And I don't usually notice if you like, you, so when you apologize, you just bring attention to it. Well, that's something you used to do like back in the day when, you know, people would just go to your site and like hit refresh or whatever and see yeah. if there was anything new. Right? Or like you were on LiveJournal, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> My life's just been crazy, guys. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I haven't been here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or MySpace. Remember oh, MySpace? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, okay, so speaking of social media, like how I think I try to like supplement my absences on the actual blog with doing stuff on social media. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whether it's like Insta- Instagram is probably the big one for me because I it just don't even care about Twitter. Same um, here. I just, it, Twitter annoys me. I don't like any of the stuff they do uh, as a company. I'm kind of just like, and, and I can't follow a conversation on Twitter. So I'm just like, I'm over it. 
I, I'll go on there. I'll be like, haha, whatever, you know, maybe reply to a few things here and there. But I literally, I think maybe once every two weeks, I'm even on Twitter. So uh, Instagram is where I kind of supplement everything. I don't have a Facebook page kind of for my, for Leadfast. I don't really feel the need for one. Um, and obviously there's already a pencil group and a stationary and everything more group. <laughs> um, so I can just kind of hang out in those groups and, and somewhat be, you know, active, keeping my myself active in the community a little bit without kind of having four or five blog posts a week. Do you guys, you, I mean, I know you less use Instagram a lot. Um, yeah. D you do too, right? Yeah. I picked it back up. Um, when I was in school, I deleted all social media apps from my phone. Um, that was good. <laughs> yeah. But now that I, now that I reinstalled it, Instagram is, is the main thing for me. Um, I'm finding because I, I, I just was in a college with the majority of people being 18 to 22 years old. Instagram is the new Facebook for young people. Like young yeah. people actually aren't using Facebook. Like, like I do, or, or like people, you know, a little older than me. So Instagram, in fact, I just posted like just now, I just hit 800 followers on Instagram. Um, whereas I have a, a weekly pencil Facebook page and I don't, I don't use it. I have it to have it, but I don't use it. Um, plus I like Instagram too, because I'm a very visual person. So it's nice to, you know, post like a, picture of what I'm doing or picture of what I'm reviewing. And I find that that reaches people better. Yeah. I think Instagram is, I agree with you. It's the like newest, most, uh, I don't know what I want to say. Like, I, yeah, I've noticed like younger people use it way more often than older folks do. And they're more likely to update that. Like I have my Instagram cross posts to everything and I'm more likely to snap a picture of something than I am to post to Facebook. It's also pretty benign in terms of what I, like, I'm pretty specific about what I post to Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's usually stationary stuff. It's less personal. I yeah, I mean, I have my own personal uh, Instagram uh, that's separate from the Leadfest Instagram for sure. Like, I don't keep it all together. Yeah, I've been trying to, like... Well, with Instagram, I only have the Weekly Pencil. Like, I don't have a personal Instagram. It started off, the Weekly Pencil, actually, if you go really far back, there's, like, a picture of my wife and I and a picture of some cats. But now it's just become for my blog. I do put my dog on Bloodfest sometimes just to get more pet, followers. Yeah, I was just going to say, pets, <laughs> pets are pretty awesome. Hashtag Frenchies of Instagram. You'll get, like, five <laughs> followers that day. doesn't even matter what you post. I was just going to say. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh man, Hagen, you need uh, 15 more followers and you'll hit 800 too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I've lost a few. <laughs> yeah, I lose I lose followers all the time because I post gay content. Oh god. Oh jeez. Don't don't even get me started on my Twitter, where like every time I post something, I lose a dozen followers. <laughs> <laughs> well, for you, Les, like I think what was interesting, and I think Lenore has said this too. When I first met you online, I thought you were some old dude. Because your name, <laughs> well, Les. Well, that and I was using, for, for quite a while, I used as an avatar, I used the picture of the diabetes guy. Um, oh, what's his name? Wilford Brimley. Yeah, I had him as an avatar. It said something <laughs> about diabetes. diabetes. <laughs> so diabetes. everyone thought I was an old white dude. 
you have a you have a catheter blog now. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Holy I don't crap. even have to prick my finger. <laughs> oh god! Oh yeah! Oh, so crazy. a lot of people thought I was a dude for actually. So I still get that people think I'm a dude. And they're like, "Why are you posting stuff about lesbians?" Because uh, I am one. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, every time I post something gay on on uh, Twitter, I lose 12 followers. I'm always shocked at the number of right-wing religious folks that follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And then, like, they immediately run away once they, once I post something gay. <laughs> but, like, how the do they get there in the first community. place? Uh, because they're going to catch it, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, they they find me because I post about fountain pens and things, and I'm on uh, a lot of art, journaling, art, and sketchbook and pen people um, lists on um, Twitter. So I get people, I get recommended like that, and people are like, "Oh, I'm just gonna follow everyone on this list. Oh, except for this one." <laughs> 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 when, once once they read some of my content they're like nope 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 no run away fast and far i don't think um, i could afford to lose 15 followers on twitter i only have like 200 <laughs> but i don't yeah. really care because you know well I, i've been on twitter since the beginning and i made twitter a better place through liberal use of block and mute and I, <laughs> I, uh, I use, God, what's the guy's, Will Wheaton's block list. Oh. So there's a, there's a widget you can use. And if you look up Will Wheaton's block feature, you can basically subscribe to his block list. And there are like 3000 people that he's blocked and bots that he's blocked. And it automatically blocks all of those people for you. And the minute I did that, Twitter went from being a trash fire of horror to basically being a liberal oasis of fun. Nice. See, but I like to know what my enemies are up to. Oh, I still know because my lib- <laughs> my my liberal folks are p- reposting all of the trash fire stuff, mm-hmm. being like, "Watch out for these people." <laughs> um. So anyway, now that I've alienated the RSVP listeners. Um, By the way, my enemies on Twitter are Toffer. Toffer is your enemy? <laughs> Toffer. <laughs> That's um, it. I had to sneak him in here. Yeah, okay. Now that he's mentioned, he'll listen to our podcast. That's yes. right. <laughs> Anywho. Can you just send me the audio clip where you talk about me? Yeah, okay. Oh, man. It's at minute uh, 57. <laughs> so... Um, I think, unless either of you need to add anything, I think we've pretty much discussed this topic quite thoroughly. I agree. Yeah, I'm good. Cool. Um, so, wrapping up, um, first I want to thank you, Mike, for joining us this evening. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been super fun. Um, I'm almost second banana to Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, it's it's always great to hear your your accent. People always tell tell is it you less? Yeah, someone... everyone always tells me I have an accent. I I don't hear it, but well, I don't I'm know. glad I've worked very hard not to have a main accent. 
I think y'all both have accents. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's nice to hear a, a fresh voice on the other end. Um, mm. And I also want to take a moment to thank everyone in the RSVP group for their supportive words on both the website and group. It's really great to get a lot of support from the community um, since we are doing this just for fun. I mean, we'd be talking about this stuff anyway, so <laughs> it's nice that you can have this little extra glimpse into our lives. And I want to especially thank everyone who supports us and gives us reviews. Um, so on iTunes, if you listen to us via that, you can review us. That'd be great. If you only want to give us one star, don't review us. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. Five stars goes a long way, people. <laughs> yeah, just just kidding. Um, it just it really helps our, our podcast become a little bit more visible for people that, that may not know about it. Um, and you can find the podcast at rsvpstationarypodcast.com. And our Facebook group is at RSVP Stationary Podcast. Uh, Mike, where can we find you online? Uh, Ledfast.org. Um, that's the blog. Um, Instagram, I'm at Ledfast. And the uh, once, what is it? Once every two weeks, I check my Twitter account. It's <laughs> Ledfast.org, all spelled out like D O T O R G. Because somebody has Ledfast. And oh. they, it's, it's literally nothing, but. Um, I couldn't get it, so whatever. Uh, if, you, if you own Leadfast and want to give it to me, I, I don't need it. I won't be on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, Les, what about you? Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at ComfortableShoesStudio.com, Facebook at ComfortableShoesStudio, Instagram and Twitter at OriginalLCHarper. What about you, Dee? Um, you can find me, as always, at TheWeeklyPencil.com. And on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Weekly Pencil. And while she's not here, I'm still going to tell you where you can find Lenore. Um, you can find Lenore on Twitter, at Lenore underscore Hoyt. Um, and on Facebook, she has a presence in the Erasable Podcast Group and the RSVP Stationary Podcast Group. Um, so that's it for this evening. Um, like I said, it's been really great talking to both of you. So until next time. Thank you. Good night. Good night. <laughs>